Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So the most popular video I have on this channel is talking about a wave of bankruptcies that will be coming. And I love the comment section of that video because there are so many people who are saying that they are still waiting for this wave of bankruptcies to be coming and that I am obviously wrong. I don't know why it is that you would be waiting for a wave of bankruptcies to be coming, but if you didn't take the warning, they're here. They're coming now. Take a look at places like China with the corporations like Evergrande, who are the property developers there, who are going bankrupt and dragging down the rest of the economy with it. Take a look at Sri Lanka, who is going into default now because they can no longer make their payments on their bonds. Same thing with Russia, who is having issues with the sanctions and making their bond payments as well. These countries, these nations, these corporations that are all within them, these are all going into a sovereign debt, corporate debt crisis. And that is going to drag down the entire financial system. And it's not going to be like a little child's play game like the great financial crisis was with the United States and the mortgage-backed security toxic assets. This is going to be a major issue where it takes out entire nations and people lose everything that they have ever had. Entire generational wealth will be dis vanish in a single day. I don't, wouldn't, shouldn't say a single day, but it's going to feel like a single day as quickly as it moves. Now, I have been saying it for quite some time. The Federal Reserve drove down these interest rates and it caused investors to move into ever-increasing amounts of risk. And that move is really what set everybody up. Now, the Federal Reserve knows they know they cannot bail out these corporations. They cannot just willy-nilly hand money over to a corporation no matter how much people want to say that's what's happening. It's not only, for one, it's illegal. They can't do it. It's not within their within their charter to provide that kind of funding to corporations. And two, politically, it is very, very frowned upon. So when it comes to bailing out these corporations, the Federal Reserve really has to use a lot of tricks in order to make it happen. And that's really where I feel the quantitative easing and driving it out, driving down the, of the interest rates on the U.S. Treasuries is really more of a bailout for corporations, even nations. Because what happens is, is that if you drive down the interest rates on the U.S. Treasuries, that doesn't give the investors a safe place to go to that is guaranteeing a return. It turns it into a speculation. Now, there's always been this argument between gold investors and U.S. Treasury or bond investors, because gold investors aren't really investors. They're speculators. They're buying a dumb asset that doesn't do anything but sit on a shelf, doesn't pay dividends. It doesn't have a company that can grow. All it is is just an item that you can sell to a greater fool in the future. So that's what you're anticipating when you buy gold, is that it's going to go up in price and that you'll be able to sell it for a profit. When you buy U.S. Treasuries, what you're looking for is a return from the interest rates that it pays. However, the price on these U.S. Treasuries has gone up so much that the interest that they pay really isn't that great for the investor. Now, it is guaranteed a return, 
And if the U.S. Treasuries continue to have a high demand from, like, say, the Federal Reserve and the purchasing of those assets through the quantitative easing program, the prices can continue to go up. And if you're an investor who had purchased these U.S. Treasuries, who doesn't really get that great of a yield, that works out for you pretty well because then you can sell that Treasury for a profit into the future. Turns them into a speculator, much like the gold investor or gold speculator buyer was. So these U.S. Treasury investors became just as much of a speculator as the gold speculators were when the interest rates had fallen as much as they had. Now, if you're an investor who is looking for a return and can't find it in the U.S. Treasuries, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to start seeking out riskier assets. And that's when you start moving into these corporate debts, these corporate bonds. When you start investing into corporations, you're taking on a lot of risk but you can at least get that return that you had once experienced with the U.S. Treasuries prior to all the interest rate dropping from the Federal Reserve quantitative easing programs. So now these corporations are loving it, right? They're gorging on this cheap debt as the investors are looking for a place to go. But this is working out kind of well for the investors too because all of a sudden they're turning into speculators again as so much demand for these corporate bonds starts to increase the price of them, dropping the yields. Now all of a sudden these bond investors are now speculators buying into corporate debt as the price of those continue to go up as ever more increasing amounts of people are pouring into them because the yields on the U.S. Treasuries had fallen so much. All this kind of making sense? Well, as this happens, the yields on those corporate bonds begin to fall as well as more and more people are diving into those things, watching the prices go up as they're speculating that the prices will continue to go up. Well, that brings those yields ever, increasing clo ever increasingly closer to the U.S. Treasury yields. No big deal until now. When the U.S. Treasury yields begin to rise, those yields get ever increasingly closer to those corporate debt yields. And now the investors who are owning the corporate debt are looking at it going, man, there's a lot of risk holding corporate debt when the U.S. Treasuries are so close to this corporate debt. Maybe we'll start pouring back into the U.S. Treasuries instead of having this corporate debt, which is risky, going into the U.S. Treasuries, which is a guaranteed safe return. Right? I mean, guaranteed safe return by the printing press of the United States. And, you know, I mean, how much guaranteed debt it's going to pay is up to you. But for the most part, the U.S. Treasury is considered a safe and liquid asset. So if anything beyond the U.S. Treasury is risk, corporate debt is incredibly risky. So as the U.S. Treasury yields begin to rise because the Federal Reserve is backing away from the quantitative easing and actually moving into a quantitative tightening cycle, allowing the interest rates to rise on these U.S. Treasuries, it gets ever increasingly closer to the corporate debt. And now these investors don't want to invest in corporate debt anymore because they were speculators, essentially, and not investors. And now the corporate debt begins to rise in these corporations. They can't roll that old debt over into new debt. And what happens? Now they have issues. And if you want to see what that looks like, just take a look at Evergrande. We've been reporting on it for months now about what it looks like when the interest rates begin to rise and these corporations can no longer afford to roll that old debt over into new debt. What do they do? They start selling off assets. They start cutting production. They start doing the things that they need to do in order to make the payment or at least to hold off a full-on bankruptcy. Now, what happened in China is going to be different from what happens here in the United States. 
but it's going to rhyme. It's going to look fairly similar, right? Every nation is not going to be the same position as the next nation is. Some nations have a lot of production, commodity, natural resources. Other nations were, weren't much more than a tourist attraction. So these two nations are not going to default in the same fashion that the, that the rest of them are going to go into. And when you see corporate debts start to start to really rise on the yields, I mean, we're just starting to see what it looks like. You're going to start seeing these corporations start selling off their stock, right? All that stock buyback that they were doing, see, they were borrowing cheap money and buying back their stock. Well, now they're going to have to figure out a way to pay these bondholders and they're going to start selling their assets. And part of that is probably going to be their stock holdings as well. So you can see the stock market going down along with the bond market. You know, I mean, if the bond market and the stock market rose together for the last few years, then you can see them fall together as well. It's happening, guys. Don't think that the wave of bankruptcies didn't, is not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, it's on its way. And that Federal Reserve, what are they going to do to bail out these corporations? Like, it's easy if you can do the quantitative easing and drive the investors into it. It's easy if you can have a pandemic so you can set up a special purpose vehicle fund that special purpose vehicle with hundreds of billions of dollars and then put out the news media that you're going to be buying a bunch of corporate debt and that drives investors into the corporate debt trying to front run the Federal Reserve. I mean, that's what happened during the pandemic. So quantitative easing, special purpose vehicles during the pandemic, what's the next thing that you're going to do to try and bail out these corporations? There's not going to be a lot that they can do short of going into massive quantitative easing again, and hopefully the investors will start going back into the corporate debt to try and find some sort of return on, on investment. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is, is that we are going to start seeing a major wave of bankruptcies that are going to start taking out a lot of the jobs market, which is going to then start taking out a lot of the inflation that the Federal Reserve is somewhat concerned about. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.